0: Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about what happened in the economy and the stock market last month, October. In an effort to combat high inflation, the Fed increased the federal funds target rate by 75 basis points to 4.0%. And that is the sixth rate hike this year. Now, there's a lot more work ahead, and the Fed anticipates ongoing hikes until they reach monetary policy that is restrictive enough to return inflation to 2% over time. That's kind of the sweet spot they're looking at. There are a lot of headwinds still plaguing the markets, such as the war between Russia and Ukraine, COVID lockdowns in China, potential shortages in energy, diesel fuel, and food this winter. Now, in November, the markets could be impacted by the election and tax loss selling, in our opinion. And it's kind of funny, I'm actually recording on election day. And there's no doubt about it, that this is going to impact the stock market and our economy. Now, where could we see an increase in demand for stocks moving forward? Well, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, I'm so glad you asked. Stock buybacks, in our opinion, that's where we see an increase in demand for stocks moving forward. Data from Beringi Associates indicates that U.S. companies have announced stock buybacks totaling about $1 trillion so far in 2022. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, $1 trillion. And that number is up about 8% from a year ago. It's actually on course for an annual record high, according to Bloomberg. Deutsche Bank notes that buybacks could ramp up at the start of November as S&P 500 index companies exit what is called a blackout period that coincides with earnings season. And buybacks could reach as high as 5 Billion billion a day, according to JP Morgan. That's right. $5 billion a day. And y- ladies and gentlemen, buybacks, they typically drop during recessions. A matter of fact, buybacks, they were off about 40% in the 2020 pandemic. They plunged by 60% at the height of the 2008-2009 financial crisis. What about foreign equities? Well, their valuations appear to be more attractive than here in the US for example the S&P 500 index but their relative performance it has not rewarded investors in recent years the strong US dollar has not helped in our opinion and we believe that could change in the years ahead now what about bonds higher quality bonds continue to be negatively impacted by the increasing interest rates high yield corporate bonds appeared to get a boost from the risk on trade in the stock market in October as things stand there are a couple of factors reflecting resiliency in the speculative grade bond category, such as below average default rate. Secondly, for those investors willing to assume more risk to achieve higher returns and who may be concerned about the economy weakening next year, 2023, well, the high yield bond market could potentially benefit From the decline in issuance in 2022. New issues brought to the market fell 73% year-to-date through October 24th, compared with the same period a year ago, according to Bloomberg. In addition, the amount of high-yield corporate debt due to mature over the next few years is expected to be modest. (sighs) The elephant in the room. Well, let's talk about inflation. Stubbornly high inflation, (laughs) that is. Now, suffice to say, many Americans, they're hurting due to price increases on goods and services. There was a recent survey of U.S. adults that revealed 54% of adults had stopped or reduced retirement savings contributions due to inflation. Furthermore, 43% said they withdrew money from their retirement accounts to cover cost of living increases, according to CNBC. Americans' savings have plummeted. from their 2020 peak. If we look at Q3 of 2022, according to MarketWatch, American savings have plummeted 88% from their 2020 peak. And that's as of Q3 2022, according to MarketWatch. Credit card debt rose 13% in the second quarter of 2022. And that is actually the largest annual increase in 20 years as Consumers are starting to struggle to pay for necessities. Now, election day is today, and I hope you get the chance to get out there and vote. This year's election will bring results for key Senate, House, and governor's races from all over the country. Plus, you've got the local legislative races and much, much more on those ballots. Now, for the federal races, our projection is that Republicans are essentially a slam dunk to back the House of Representatives, 98% likely, and very likely to take back the Senate, about 80%. Now, this is not a, a preference. I'm, I'm not pushing political views on you by no means. These are just the projections that we found. Who wins and loses should have an influence on which sectors might do better for at least the next couple of years. But expecting a quick and broad end to the bear market, is, it's just expecting too much. So who wins and loses should have an influence on which sectors might do better for, well, at least maybe the next couple years. But ladies and gentlemen, expecting a quick and broad end to the bear market, well, that's just expecting too much. And the same goes for a rally that might materialize if and when the Fed stops raising short-term interest rates next year. Yes, investors might bid up stock prices initially in relief, but that rally should fade as well. Ultimately, the stock market will be dominated not by election results, but by fundamentals. And this is why my clients work with me to navigate through all of this noise. Higher interest rates, they've been the key headwind for stocks this year. And next year, my team and I think it's likely to be weaker profits as that sugar high of stimulus fades. The election results are, well, they're unlikely to have an effect on interest rates or corporate profits in 2023. Remember, we said certain sectors will benefit. Meanwhile, President Biden, he is very unlikely to start cutting tax rates, government spending, or regulations that impede energy production. Vetoes and executive orders, well, those are probably more likely. If you like one political side or another, we're sure today will give you reasons to cheer or jeer, <laughs> but don't let your personal political preferences cloud your judgment. My team and I think the bear market is further to go, and we think a recession is likely in the next 18 months, no matter what the outcome. Thank you so much for listening to the monthly market update here on DadSense. Be sure to check out our other episodes that air weekly. We talk about all kinds of financial topics, and we'll see you next month for another market update. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of you. Take care and be well. Ho, ho, ho. Hello, it's me, Santa Claus, otherwise known as Old Saint Sage Path. Jason has me on payroll so his three-year-old daughter can get all the hot toys ahead of schedule. I'm visiting from the North Pole so I can read the disclosures. We don't want to irritate regulators now, do we? Securities and investment advisory services offered through FSC Securities Corporation. FSC member, FINRA SIPC. FSC is separately owned in other entities and marketing names, products, or services referenced her are independent of FSC. Jason Fuchs. Amber Fuchs and Sage Path Financial Advisors are unaffiliated. Ho, ho, ho!